0: <laughs> you've got a christmas sweater on too what's going I on i was gonna do that last week i said if game on brother
1: well it looks fantastic i love it
0: Especially mm-hmm. the santa claus face planted there yep yep i i sewed this on this is this, here's the thing this is an authentic ugly Christmas, like authentic in that it it was like when they first started i made this did you so it's not like, you know, you, now you can just go buy it at, like, The Gap and stuff, right? No, no, no. Like, this is from Valley Village, you know? I And I, I added some things, and it, it's got, like, the drummer boy, but they're, what are they, mice? No, teddy bears. Yeah, they look like bears, like, yep. Yeah. Teddy bears. And I did the jingle bells on it. And so it's, like, the authentic. But if you like this one, now, maybe we should have a... A voting contest. <laughs> uh, this one I didn't do anything to, though. This was just as it. Man, that is ugly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I might have one or two others here to share. Looks <laughs> kind of the same as the last one. <laughs> I, I feel like it's from Northern Reflections. I,
1: that's what I was just going to say. Northern Reflections. Exactly yeah. their brand.
0: As you know, the designer is called Angie Strauss. Okay? Okay. Next. This one's kind of nice. Again, these are real though. They weren't like once you could buy them. Like these were just ones people would have.
1: <laughs> How many did you bring? Are you planning on just doing like wardrobe changes at every two and a half minute interval?
0: Because this is my wardrobe. And then one last one.
1: Okay. All right. That's that's very much like 90s Fresh Prince of Bel-Air crisscross. Yeah. Yep.
0: There you go. But I, I think this one's the, the best one.
1: Totally. I absolutely dig it. I like the collar.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Reminds me of my, my uniform at school when I was growing up. Um, so, okay. So you got your uh, Christmas uh, hoodie on.
1: Yeah, I do. I didn't uh, choose the thug life. The thug life chose me.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. I love, I, I saw a quote the other day that I love and I want to talk about it. Okay. And I, one of my favorite I don't know. I never know what to call them. I'm going to say thought leaders uh, who I really look up to Marie Forleo, who you've heard me talk about before. And it says, you can't be an important and life changing presence for some people without also being a joke and an embarrassment to others. Now she, this is actually not her quote. Let me clarify. I just, I realized it was on her show, but it's Mark Manson, who is the author of the subtle art of not giving a an F I don't know if we Censor this, So I didn't, we could can put a out. beep. Yep. Okay. The subtle art of not giving a. Okay. Beep that out. Okay. So that's his quote that he said on her show. It's on a, a YouTube video and oh, we could put it in the show notes. Um, so you can't be an important and life-changing presence for some people without also being a joke and an embarrassment to others. Now, this is not exactly what that means. <laughs> like being a life changing presence because you just wore a silly sweater. That's not really what that means. But I do think that there's something to be said about that when you, I, I really like the quote. And I think when you want to be a life changing presence, whether that's wearing a crazy sweater or whatever, you got to put yourself out there. And you are always then at the risk of being criticized. But if you want to play it safe and just kind of go along and do what people expect, that's fine, but you probably won't achieve greatness. So I thought it might be kind of a good topic. Like, is there anybody you can think of that you have seen, whether that's somebody that you know or somebody that you follow or anything like that, who had to put the, put themselves out there at the, at the risk of being a joke or an embarrassment to others?
1: Yeah, actually, this sounds like a joke. But think of Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but but think think about it honestly, right? Like the 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 figure of Santa, like Santa, you know, he instills all of this hope and magic in people, and really brings them together in in a holiday season. But for other people, they just they just see him as joke that he's fake, that he's not real.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if I can um carry that conversation. You know, and I
1: think I think uh, I think that quote resonates with oh, like anyone that has had any spotlight and I'm sure it probably even resonates with people that don't have any spotlight. You think of musicians, you know, um, any genre of music, you know, some people will say, Michael Buble is my, is my, my favorite musician. He's changed my life with his works. Somebody else will make fun of the way he dresses, right? Because he's always in a suit. You'll think of like uh nine inch nails who have had massive effects on people that, you know, struggle through depression and they'll make fun of them and how they act. And, you know, they'll, they'll label people as, you know, too religious, or too satanic or these guys just, but like that happens a lot in music. It happens in film too. Um wow. Business, yeah. I think.
0: Well, I got a story about that. People laughed at my dad. Like people laughed at my dad when he started m M&M Food Market, which was back then called m M&M Meat Shops Meats and Fixins. Um, and they said like, what? You think like you bought this big freezer and like you're going to sell frozen steak? Who's going to want frozen? Frozen food sucks. You know, like people didn't know. And, and so, and he had this big vision to like, make this a big thing. And if he would have let the people that laughed at him, get him down, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere. So he had to yeah, put himself out there. So I think it's, uh, it's really important that if you want to get some growth, you have to have thick skin and accept that, you know, there's going to be people that totally are going to disagree and be naysayers.
1: Yeah, you know that that happened with Control V2 because we were the first in the world and we wanted to purchase commercial licenses to our VR hardware. When we called the hardware supplier, they're like, "You guys are nuts. People are going to buy this stuff for in-home use. Nobody's ever going to go to a virtual reality arcade." And we're like, "Okay, if we're nuts, then just sign this paper and let us go on our way." And they're like, "Here you go." And next thing you know, they they they've got to change their model in order to suit the arcade industry because in-home VR sales didn't take off. You know?
0: There you go. And I don't think the message here is to to go and do Like I'm not saying go do stupid, crazy stuff. That is not the message here, but it's, I think, I mean, there's certain things like people, you know, there is such a um, sort of a fine line between, you know, pie in the sky and like, and like sometimes unrealistic and, and being somewhat grounded. And, you know, I think that when we have these, these, um, Ideas and things we want to do. What's what, like, for me, what's happened, and clearly what's happened for you as well with your business, is that you attract the right people that believe in your mission and vision. Now, if you can't find anybody to believe in you, you probably have a problem, right? Is that maybe one way to tell? Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, you've assessed it, and like my dad was like, it makes sense though that people would want to have quality food that's frozen, that is easy to just, you know, from, from, uh, freezer to oven because women were getting into the workforce families were getting busier and doing more activities and people wanted so he's like but it makes sense so i'm going to try it and so it's not like he had a crystal ball he had no idea but he was like i'm going to do this even though people you know made fun You know what of
1: actually earlier this uh this morning i was speaking with a young entrepreneur here from from ontario because i mentor some of them and she had this idea and everyone told her don't do it don't do it because you don't know that industry, just do, do this, you know, this is the closest you know, do the more obvious path. Yeah. And, and I was like, who cares? Like do what you want, right? Bet on yourself. That's what Fred Van Fleet from the Toronto Raptors says all the time. I know your son is a big fan of it. And he says, bet on yourself, right? If yeah. you have a purpose or a mission or something, you're going down the path to accomplish, uh, believe in yourself.
0: And look at your track record. If you, you know, like if you are an achiever and you, you know, you have good drive and you can make it happen, that's cool. But so there's some things to assess, but I think that it just gets overlooked that uh, how much we have to put ourselves out there and we have to accept that they're going are definitely people that, you know, criticize, but.
1: Yeah. And you got to love it too. You know, like movie stars, they're out there all the time and they start to get sick of the paparazzi and all that sort of stuff. I don't blame them, but I also don't have sympathy for them. Right. Like this is what you want to
0: do. Like, hello. <laughs> you and me. They're like, wait, are you oh, wait a minute? Are you and, from Ange and Rob Rantz?
1: I'm like, wait, no, no, that's not me. She's over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the time. All the time. Especially when I go out in this sweater. That's gonna really happen. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up. Let's do it. Hey, you ready for this? Let's see what we're ready. All right, three. Two, one, go. Go
1: be awesome.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>